Welcome to the Grassroots Podcast hosted by GreenIndustryPros.com, where we dive into the root of the trends, business strategies, products, and personalities in the green industry. My name is Ryan Wisner, editor of Green Industry Pros, and I recently sat down with Ron Scheffler of the Bobcat Company to discuss the company's new mower lineup. In this episode, Scheffler shares highlights of Bobcat's new mowers that are designed for everything from residential to commercial use. Let's drop in on them now. So Ron, thanks a lot for coming on uh, to to today's episode of the Grassroots Podcast. I uh, brought you on today to talk a little bit about uh, the new Bobcat mowers. Yeah, thanks Ryan, it's my pleasure to be here. So those were uh, uh, just released a couple of weeks ago. um, And so, and could you tell me a little bit about uh, what led to uh, Bobcat opting to uh, get further into the landscape get further into uh, the landscape realm, I guess, uh, where they're, Bobcat's mostly known, it's for the compact equipment, and, and here you're entering into the mowers not too long after having acquired uh, Ryan Turf, Steiner, and Bob Dashcat mowers themselves. Right, so one of the ways that Bobcat was looking to, to grow is, you know, how can, how can they grow their product, their brand presence in, in other industries? And they're already in that compact uh, market it as you know as you stated but getting into you know homeowners and other products where they're doing landscaping up front well now they have they can bring the tough to turf as their uh, ma- mantra is and have lawnmowers and, and other turf equipment available for uh, companies when they're doing new home projects and construction projects so it really kind of brings um, a nice addition to their current product fleet and make it a one more of a one-stop shop Okay. And so what's, uh, what's the lineup uh, for the mowers going to look like? I, as I recall, uh, when they were unveiled, it's, uh, it is a mix of, uh, there is a stand-on and zero-turn options. And, it, if I, and also, it, it, there is kind of a mix where it goes from uh, that commercial, uh, and then some of the smaller units are more uh, kind of considered on the residential side? Correct. We have 21 different models available uh, across the realm of products. Uh, primarily, you know, we are on the commercial turf side. We have um, sit-down and stand-on commercial uh, products, full, fully commercial tested, commercial warranty, commercial durability. We also have a, a more prosumer entry-level type commercial products that are in between the residential, um, obviously test a little bit heavier durability on that product realm that fits nicely between residential and the commercial units. And then we have the residential models, the ZT2000, that would be, you know, that entry level residential model where, you know, folks are um, turning from a more ride on tractor style mower to uh, ent- entering into the zero turn market. Okay. okay. So let's uh, go ahead and dive right into the, uh, the commercial level units then. And, and could you just give me a, a, uh, kind of a rundown on uh, like the ZT7000 to, to start with. Yeah, so the ZT7000, that's our biggest, baddest Bobcat mower that we have out there. Uh, the big key features there, are obviously there's high horsepower engines, uh, Kawasaki FX1000 at 35 horsepower, Briggs & Stratton Vanguard, the EFI model, that's at 37 horsepower. Um, Run on Hydra Gear ZT 5400 transaxles. That's a two-speed transmission. 
mowing speeds up to 13 miles per hour. And it also has a foot pedal uh, lever that you can travel up to 19 miles per hour in transport speed. So efficiency is key there if you're mowing, you know, some back 40, hospitals, schools, or different cul-de-sac areas. You know, you can leave your truck and trailer parked in one area and, uh, and just get back and, you know, get back lickety split. So it's really saves you in efficiency and allows you to get a few more yards done at the end of the day. Uh, full service uh, ability on the product with rotating uh, foot plate, a rotating bumper in the back allows quick, efficient servicing on engine components or cleaning things out at the end of the day. So it allows you, you know, again, more time mowing, less time cleaning up. 15 gallons of fuel on that product line, full mechanical suspension seat with uh, extra high back, lower lumbar support, padded armrest with dual high foam um, underneath the padded armrest, so it, it'll last longer in the lifetime. Uh, it's a dual tube frame on that 7000 series, and uh, the outer tubes run from the beginning of the machine all the way to the back. And then the front part of the tube is um, seven gauge thick, so that front caster weldment's you know, going to last last a lifetime of the mower. And of course, uh, you know, there's also a nice Nice features for a user experience. It comes standard with an LED light in the front, uh, almond-shaped grips, uh, nice control location where uh, we really took uh, time when designing this commercial lineup where an operator's hand and wrist go. So if you look at some products, you might think, geez, that's, that's kind of kicked or tilted or that handle's pushed off to the side. Well, that's there for a reason because of your where your hand falls, where your wrist pulls on, or your foot or an ankle arrest. That's going to be all natural to you. So you, you're, it's less wear and tear on the body in those those long cutting days. Sure. And then, of course, you know we've got uh, we're in the business to make tall grass short, right? So that AirFX cutting system. Uh, it's a deep deck. It's a bullnose design. And it's got uh, impact-resistant bars up front, extra welded steel. It's two layers of 10-gauge. So, you know, we're in it for the long haul. And it's uh, that, that deep deck provides a nice gap uh, or nice, excuse me, nice vacuum underneath there. And then it, we found out, uh, you know, our air gap baffles are our new uh, baffle system. And those gaps in the, the cutting chamber just provide more airflow underneath and just gives you a huge uh, dispersion. And that uh, brings about a cleaner deck at the end of the day. So again, you know, more time cutting, less time cleaning up. Sure, absolutely. And so for from this model, how how much of uh, how many of those things kind of carry through through a couple of models? Then I mean, it's like for example the uh, the swing away bumper to, that gives you the access to the to those internal components. Uh, is that does that kind of go through many many of the models then? Yeah, so that's a feature on on uh, the four different models in the ZT seven thousand series, and that also carries down into our ZT sixty one hundred series, which are another two models. Okay, okay. And is and are those kind of and is and does the commercial level go down uh, beyond the sixty one hundred, or is that kind of the commercial range? No, the, our, uh, our really pure commercial level unit will go down to the ZT6000 series. Um, same frame, same durable frame, fuel capacity, uh, but typically, you know, same cutting system, but typically, uh, you know, like maybe a smaller tire, 
um, you know, you, you don't have the rotating bumper on the 6,000, but, um, you know, you lose some of the features just because of price points. But sure. then a commercial product, that ZT3500 that we have, is a, is a durable, uh, we call a commercial product. It's got a nice warranty. It's got a lot of features that um, commercial cutters could need, you know, high, high fuel capacity, nice mowing speed, um, a, a tough deck, a good frame, uh, large drive wheels, ROPS, of course, for safety, and uh, high horsepower engines in FX Kawasaki. So that's a, a nice commercial mower with a lot of features for, uh, you know, not a lot of money. Sure. And so that, that 3,500, is that, I mean, is that still up to that 15 gallon uh, tank? No, the, the 3,500 has a fuel capacity of 7.8. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Okay. And so what, and, and then there's also the, the stand on that's the, uh, the ZS 4,000. Correct. Yep. And we, you know, we love our, the, the stand on more that we have and so we really feel like we have uh, one of the best kept secrets in the stand-on mower market. And now, you know, being with Bobcat Company, we expect to expand that line tremendously with the brand strength and presence that, that uh, Doosan Bobcat can, can bring us. Um, but that is a pure commercial mower, 36-inch uh, wide deck up to 61 inches, um, tubular structural frame, uh, 6.1 gallons of fuel on the larger deck sizes. You kind of lean into the product so you get nice and comfortable. Um, you stand up on a platform that has anti-vibration uh, elastomeric radial bearings, so it takes the shock out, uh, or the vibration out in the horizontal plane, but then the shock out in the vertical movement. Um, the foot plate is... Uh, rotating and you, it's latchable so you can use it as a walk behind if you get into a situation where you don't feel comfortable standing on like maybe a, a high slope or a, a congested area but it's sure. great for highly landscaped areas too Ryan it's you know it's nimble you can duck down instead of just kind of lean over and you can be really comfortable on the machine uh, in, in those areas and you know great for hopping curves and medians and just something where you got to be uh, more nimble and quick for the day. Sure. Okay. And similar to the uh, to the ZT seven thousand, that also the stand on does have where the pad uh, opens out, and again, you have that easy access to the components still. Correct. So <clears throat> instead of we do something uh, a little bit different than what uh, everyone else does out in the industry, uh, a lot of folks have the pad either rotates up or rotates down. And then you still, you know, it, it gives you some access for sure, but you've got to bend over uh, or underneath and you still got to work around it. So it's not maybe the necessarily the easiest product to work on. Our pad will come, will come right off, but it's tethered so you can't lose it. Then you sure. kind of set it off to the side and get right into the, the, the meat and potatoes of the machine and, and clean and service and check all those things that you need to. Okay. Okay. And then to round it out, you, you get into the, uh, I, well, I guess which, which ones then would you, uh, label as under the, I, you referred to them as the, the, that prosumer level versus the residential would be that the ZT 2000 and 3000. So what, which ones would fall under, would, would those be those prosumers you were talking about, or would that be strictly residential? 
Yeah, well, the market's got, you know, the, the market calls prosumer, everybody calls it a little bit differently, but like between the four right. grand and 10 grand st- price. But it, in, you know, in, in my way of talking, I would say the, um, the prosumer model would be the 3000 unit for sure, the ZT3000. And okay. you could, you know, we, we could arm wrestle later, Ryan, on whether or not we want to include the 3500 in that or use the term entry level commercial. Sure, sure. Okay, fair enough. Um, so then, so then uh, that would leave the, the 2000 is what you would uh, label as uh, residential? Correct. Yeah, the ZT2000 is our residential model. Um, but, you know, the frame is basically the same frame as the uh, 3000 and 3500 model. So okay. it's well-built structural tubing. It's just a matter of uh, different features, you know, a somewhat smaller seat, still a high back seat, but it doesn't have mechanical suspension. It's got a spring suspension system, uh, you know, smaller drive wheels, uh, smaller caster wheels, still nice wide footprint for stability and safety, but just the diameters would be a little bit smaller, um, less horsepower, um, you know, just kind of a little bit less features than, than you would if you were to move up into the 3000 or 3500 category. Okay. So if, uh, so if a, a landscaper is uh, looking to get a, uh, looking to get into a new, new mower set and, and looking at bobcat mowers, what's a, and they're relatively new to landscaping, what's, would the, that ZT3500 kind of be that entry level mower then that they'd want to look at? Well, if, if, if the person is new to the industry and say he's a, a part-time landscaper, like a police officer or fireman who, you know, two days on, two days off, and now I've got some downtime, I want to make some extra money cutting grass. I would say the 3,500 would be a very good fit for him because he doesn't have that length of lawns that need to, you know, to get done. So 7.8 gallons of fuel, he's going to fill up once. Um, it's quick enough at 10 miles an hour to be efficient. It's going to have a great deck underneath it and he can have a great machine. It's going to last him and, and a good warranty to support him at, you know, three years, a thousand hours for that. Um, but if you've got somebody who's going to be going into the mower, mower world full time, uh, I would suggest, you know, depending on the applications, looking at the ZS4000 stand on or that ZT6000 unit, because, you know, that's the, those, that's a price pointed feature, uh, featured item. And for someone who's just getting in and, and testing the market, those would be the two. Sure, sure. In your experience with the mowers, is uh, what's currently the what have you seen as far as the trend? And is the stand-ons still kind? Of, is there still a stronger push towards the stand-ons, or is it still kind of that in between where there's still a lot of people getting the the uh, more traditional sit-down variety versus the stand-ons, or or is or is it or is the stand-on still kind of growing? Yeah, I. I uh, from our, our experience, our stand-on uh, numbers have grown year, year over year in general. Um, slowly, you know, that market in general is growing slowly over the last several years. Um, it's interesting because you try to tell folks and educate people on why a stand-on is actually a little bit more comfortable and how much more energy you have at the end of the day. And us as Americans, why we, we want to sit. So it's, it's hard to tell people when they have it in their head. I want to just sit. I don't want to stand up. That's work. Well, uh, so there's some education there that needs to be done yet too. Um, but you know, it all depends too on, on the market. You might need a, 
uh, you know, typically a sit down commercial unit is wider than a stand on. So you might need a wider footprint depending on the properties that you're cutting. Sure. Um, yeah. Is, is that uh, potentially an area where that you see uh, maybe where you'd be getting uh, down through the years here there, where there might be additional models of, of stand-ons for Bobcat? Yeah, we are, we're always evaluating, you know, which models are doing well and, and which might need a little help out there. Maybe there's some features missing or maybe the product life cycle is just ending on a particular family. So we're always monitoring that. And from a stand-on uh, standpoint, we're doing the same thing with, with those products. You know, we, we're going to look at maybe different deck sizes or, you know, diff as different technology evolves, uh, you know, we might look at some smart tech and other things like that as, as um, the technology atmosphere changes in our nation. Sounds good. And could you also, in addition, since we've kind of gone through the mowers, could you talk a little bit about uh, some of the uh, accessories that, that are available uh, for these to, to go along with these mowers? Uh, uh, I believe there is a, 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 a mulching baffle kit and, and a few other things. If you want to just touch base on some of that. Yeah, so we have a mulching kit, um, and that mulching kit would be cutting off each chamber section underneath the deck, as well as shutting off the discharge area. Uh, we call the dis that uh, eco plate kit is a basically a poor man's uh, operator controlled discharge chute. You know, it's toolless, it's low cost, but it does the job. But that's included in the in the baffle kit too. So you really do have a full uh, mulching kit uh, availability for that. We do have grass catchers, uh, two different size side baggers, uh, poly bags. We have grass collection systems called the Boss Back and Boss Back Pro, which is an eight bushel or 12 bushel system. Um, we have different categories for that too. It could be a, a bagging system where you dump them manually, or we have a DFS or dump from the seat system uh, that uh, you, know, you don't have to get out of your seat. We actually have a patent on that called a vertical lift. So you can back right up into a culvert or a tree area, wherever you want to dump your clippings, and you won't have to move forward uh, the way that the hopper and clamshell design is. Uh, we also have striping kits available, uh, hitch kits, uh, no flat caster wheel options for everything, um, light kits, uh, a canopy kit, and uh, we also uh, do work with a propane company if someone's running propane and, uh, as a conversion okay. system. Okay. Okay. So that isn't, that is an option as well. And I, I think, uh, as I recall on the, on the, uh, night of the unveiling, uh, one question did come in as far as, uh, the options of, uh, diesel as well. I think somebody asked that question. Right. And currently we don't have a, a diesel product. Uh, several years ago, the Bob dash cat mower family did have one and, sure. uh, it was just, it just took a lot of time to build and it would get off the production line. And the, uh, you know, the requests just weren't there because uh, we weren't uh, very international at that time that we had the product. Uh, since then, we've gotten a lot of requests, both from our international customers and especially here in the Midwest where diesel, you know, is, a, is the priority fuel. And now mm -hmm. that Bobcat Company has us with uh, their construction equipment being diesel, we're getting a lot of requests for that. We're evaluating that. Uh, that goes back to, you know, what different models will we have in the future. Um, sure. that's, we're definitely talking about that for our product roadmap. So. Okay. Okay. 
Well, uh, I guess, is there anything else uh, that you want to say about uh, the, these new mowers? I, and one thing I should ask, uh, I, I believe I, I'm aware of where they are, but could you tell us uh, where, where these mowers will be manufactured? Sure. So we've been uh, in Johnson Creek, Wisconsin for uh, several years, and we will be maintaining that production facility here. That's halfway between Milwaukee and Madison, roughly. The uh, Bobcat Company is... Uh, committed to putting uh, just over six million dollars into the factory and various uh, various means besides you know robot welding laser um, things like that they're also doing uh, property and facility uh, upgrades um, so that means commitment to the product so our customers if you know there's any questions or concerns about if Bobcat will be supporting the products uh, long term and especially the the uh, older Bob Dash cat mowers yeah, they're in it for the long haul, and um, so the the future is bright, as they say. And I'm, I'm, you know, been with Bob Dashcat for a long time, and I'm really excited uh, with the Bobcat brand behind it now. Well, Ron, uh, I guess uh, thanks again for coming on today. This has uh, definitely been informative uh, for our my listeners and and readers uh, combined uh, to learn more about these mowers and. Uh, I, I would suggest, I would say, uh, presumably they'd be, certainly be able to go to greenindustrypros.com to learn some more about the mowers, but otherwise, uh, where, where should they go to uh, get more information on these new Bobcat mowers? Uh, real simple, bobcat.com. Everything's live on the website now. Okay, sounds good. Well, thanks again, and I'm sure I'll be talking to you again in the future, and uh, like we said earlier, hopefully I'll get a chance to come out to Johnson Creek sometime and uh, check these uh, mowers out coming off the line in person. Yeah, this has been awesome, Ryan. Thank you. Looking forward to the future. Well, that's it for this edition of the Grassroots Podcast. Thanks to Ron Scheffler of Bobcat Company for taking the time to talk with us today. And remember to tune in bi-weekly for another Fresh Cut episode of the Grassroots Podcast by GreenIndustryPros.com.